0: Welcome to the Moonlight of Emuna, Parshas Vayechi. This week's learning is Chus for Avu Shlem, for Chanam Ashbas Vilchesh, Shmuel Shazan, Bechav Chava, Menachem Mordechai, Benafira, Michayim, and Sara, and Lilanishmas Henny Basachil Mechel, and Ratzo Bas Menachem So we know that at the beginning of the Parsha, this week's Parsha is a closed Parsha, which means uh when you look in the Sefer Torah, there's no break uh as you normally have at the beginning of a Parsha. A space between the last Parsha and this Parsha and in this week's Parsha there's no there's no break. And the Gemara explains, the Pesachim Psachem Nunvov tells us that Yaakovinu wanted to reveal the, the Kates the, the when Mashiach would come to his children, and the Shekhinah left him. The him and a The shekhinah left him. So he said to himself when he saw this, when he saw that he wanted to reveal this to his children, he assumed they were worthy of of, of having of having this revealed. And he sees the Shekhinah leave him, so he thinks that maybe there's a psul in his in his bed. Maybe one of his children is not kosher. And the the, the Gemara tells us like he was thinking like Avram who had Yishmael or Yitzchak who had Esav that maybe he also one of his children maybe wasn't worthy of this so then the, in response to Shvatim they, knowing what his concern was they say to him Shema Yisrael HaShem Alekenu HaShem Echad they say that Shema Yisrael that we say every day we say twice in Davening every day and Shachos and a and we say before we go to sleep and Pasach Yaakov Umar, and then Yaakov came back and said Baruch Shem K'voyin Machus Elyo Elom Yaakov tells the, responds to them that uh Hashem's covenant should be always uh, should always be blessed forever. So the uh, the question is, what's really happening here? What is this? What this is this is a very it's an interesting Gemara. But what what's really going on here? So the Yismael Yisroel of, of Alexander he explains uh, an idea of what what's happening here. That he says, what does this mean that the Shekhinah left left uh, Yakovino because he wanted to reveal the end of days. Um, he wanted to re- reveal the end of days. Now, what we know, what happens at the end of days, what will happen b- before Mashiach comes? There's going to be chevle Mashiach. There's going to be the birth pangs of Mashiach. They're going to be difficult days, right? We don't have to, We don't. We don't need to give too many examples. We we know what we're living through now. Hopefully, this is the chevle Mashiach. These are the birth pangs of Mashiach. We know it's, it's difficult days. It's difficult. It's dark days. These are dark days. We know that Chazal tell us that Mashiach will be preceded by the war of Gog There will be difficult times. There will be darkness. Dark. This, uh, before before Mashiach comes, it's described as like the peels before you get to the fruit. You have to peel the peel off the fruit. The day, days before Mashiach, till we get to the to the to the light and to the fruit, we're going to, to go through uh, dark days. And to indicate this, as Yaakov wants to reveal this, Hashem sort of demonstrates this. Hashem takes away the Shekhinah from Yaakov Avinu when he's talking about the end of days. He, and the idea of this is to teach us, right? To teach us. That there's going to be darkness. Right? Yaakov, as he wants to reveal the end, as he wants to talk about Mashiach, Hashem shows him what will precede Mashiach, which will be this darkness. And the Shekhinah leaves him. Right, There won't be this strong light of Kedusha. It's going to feel dark. As we see now, as we're coming close to the days of Hashem, we see that there's dark days. The world seems to have turned against Eretz Yisrael and the Jewish people. There seems to be a darkness in the world. And Yaakov Inu realizing this, says, "says Maybe my children are not worthy, right?" That's when the, when the Shekinah left him. Yaakov Inu, the Gemara says that the the Shekhinah, the Shekhinah left him, and Yaakov Inu says, "Maybe, maybe like my grandfather had Yisshmael, my father had Esav, maybe I too have something wrong in my family." And that's why the Shvatim, what do they the, what do they respond? The Holy Shvatim they respond to Yaakov Chas It's not because there's something wrong, there's, there's some kind of psal, there's some kind of defect in your children that, that that's not the reason why the Shekinah left you, but rather it's to teach Children, those children of yours who, who are going to be living in the ikvus of the Mashiach in those final days before Mashiach, which is our 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 days, that even if even if all of all of the clarity, all of the revelation disappears from them, they don't get to see this, and it's going to be a a, a, a time of hastaras upon of a, a time of hester him a time of Hashem concealing His face, where, where it's hard, it gets harder and harder for us to see the revelation of Hashem's light in this world. Nevertheless, with the, the, your children we, the shatim say we, and all of those who represent us later on, all of the Jewish people in those generations, uh, will, will strengthen themselves in Amunah, to be miyachid, to, to unify, to sanctify Hashem's name, by screaming out Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeno Hashem and what does that mean? What does it mean when a Jew is in darkness and he screams out Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeno Hashem Achad? It means that the person that he's saying, that a Jew is saying, that I understand that everything is... From Hashem, I understand that the day, the good days, the days of light, are from Hashem, and I understand that the bad days, the days of darkness, are from Hashem. Everything. Shema Yisrael, listen, Hero Israel. Hashem alekenu, Hashem is our God. Hashem Echad, it's all one. Whether we're experiencing clarity and light, or we're experiencing darkness and confusion, it's all Hashem. That's the that's the proclamation that the Shvatim respond to Yaakov Avinu. We know this. We know that there's going to be dark days. We know that we're going to begin Golas. We know that there's going to be many Golas throughout Jewish history, and there's going to be dark days and amidst Hashem all of those things are leading us to, to Mashiach and then the darker the days the, the, the closer we are to Mashiach and we're going to we're going to see Mashiach very quickly but w- regardless of whether it's dark days or light days right whether it's days of uh, light days which are days of Chesed or dark days which are days of Din everything we know is from Hashem everything is from Hashem and Hashem is one that he, he's unlimited in his kindness and everything is one and all of this is to lead us to the times that we need to be led to and ultimately will we'll lead to the the greatest light of mashiach and because of this because of this emuna it's not just that we have emuna that mashiach, mashiach Hukram, but because of this emuna we will we will merit having the, the final geula we'll we'll come to that ketz that you wanted to reveal to us and it should come quickly speedily in our days and that's why we say Krishma in the morning and in the evening we say it by 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 shachris and by meiriv right because shachris is morning bikeir which is which is which is light and erev is darkness right erev is a time of the, even the word erev evening it comes from the word urbov right everything when when our when our minds are confused when things are not clear when there's a, when there's when there's a lack of clarity in the world we, even when we can't see and th- everything feels con- concealed we still say Shma. we say c'est still say and that's, and that's what Chazal tells us, that even if the Jewish people have no other schos, other than they, the fact that we say Shema Yisrael, for that alone we're worthy of being, of being redeemed. Why? What does that mean? Because, because by showing that we, we have and Hashem, that we're connecting to Hashem, shows that the darkness is not extinguishing our relationship with Hashem. We still believe in Hashem, we know that Hashem is with us, even in the darkness. Hashem is with us, and Hashem will save us. And that, and that, and that, um, that emuna that keeps us awake during the dark days, and keeps us connected to Hashem during the dark days, that's what it brings about, Messiah, uh, in, in the right time, which Emet Hashem is going to be soon, and that's what that's what we see happening in Klagisol. You see people who were not connected to their Muna, and now we're in dark times. We're in we're in dark times. We're under attack, both physically and 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 emotionally. We're under attack, and, and Israel and the Jewish people feel isolated. But the Jewish people grab onto a Muna. We 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 hold on to that. We say even if it's dark and even if it's confusing, we know that Hashem is with us. Hashem is f- fly, fighting this battle for us. This this war will. Be won because Hashem is fighting the battle. It's not us who's fighting the battle. I saw a beautiful idea from Rabbi Nachaya uh, on this week's parasha, when he, when, if you go to uh, in Perikmem Memtes from Pesach Ches, the Pesach Yud those five psukim are the bracha that Yaakovino gave to Yehuda. To Yehuda, that he's giving all the shvatim and brachas, and it comes to Yehuda. Yehuda, who is going to be, he's going to be the king, right? We know that Yehuda is the king. Malchus is 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 the king. La yaser shevet mi Yehuda, right? The the, uh, the uh, Yaakov says that to Yehuda, you will always be the king. You'll always be you'll always be the king. Yehuda is the king. Yehuda represents the might of the Jewish people, the army of the Jewish people, the the the, the government of the Jewish people. Yehuda is that. Now the Rebbeinu. Nechayah, this is the way, the, the way he, what he saw in, in, in the psukim is. If you look at those five Pesukim that I just mentioned, I'm not going to read them to you. But if you look at them, you will find every single letter of the Aleph Beis, except for one. You'll find all, the other, all 21, 21 out of the 22 letters in the Aleph bays are found in that broch of Yehuda except for one, the letter Zion. The letter Zion. Now, the letter Zion is, is is Zion Yudnun. The word Zion also means, in Hebrew, means weapons. It means weapons. It, it, it So the, the letter Zion, besides it being the seventh letter of the of the Aleph Beis, but it means weapons. Now, normally, you would think that if we're talking to the king, the one who's going to run the army, the one who's responsible for the security of Eretz Yisrael, that's Yehuda, right? That falls in Yehuda. Yehuda. Dabra Melech, Melech, these are the warriors of Klai Yisrael. These are the ones who are protecting Klai Yisrael. That's the king's job is to protect the borders, to protect Klai you would think the letter Zion should be everywhere. That's weapons. How does how does an army, how does an army, how does a government protect its population with, with Klai Zion, with weapons? Stronger weaponry makes a stronger army. That's what, protects, that's what protects the people. And yet this is the one letter that's missing. Why? He says, because Jewish royalty and Jewish armies don't rely on weaponry. Weaponry, that's the Yerusha of Asaph. Esav. That's Asaph's lot. Asaph, wins wars the, when there's two when there's two armies of Asaph waging war, the one with the better weaponry, the one with the better army is what wins. But when it comes to Jewish royalty, the Jewish Jewish government, the Jewish army, it's not they don't conquer as we say Loi <laughs> It's not with their sword that they that they that they conquer land. And 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 nothing goes a According to the according to the laws of nature and the sh- and strength, it's not necessarily by Jews. We're not subject to the laws of nature that that strength, the stronger army necessarily wins. It's b- but but rather, um, who wins, who's victorious, and who is defeated is all in the hands of Hashem, and we recognize that. And therefore, when it comes to the brach of Yehuda. The the, the the psukim the five psukim exclude the letter Zion. Yehuda's malchus and Yehuda's victory doesn't, and the Jewish people's malchus and victory does not depend on weaponry, and that's why we know Yehuda is the only one of the Shvatim that has the four letters of Hashem's name: Yud, K, Vav, Ke. There's also a Dalad. We'll get to the Dalad in a minute, but it has the four letters of, of Hashem's name. And the Gemara in that tells us. Yud tells us why Yehuda had had that name, but it's also it 's telling us why he deserved that name because he because he was willing to publicly confess his sins right but what what, what, what else is in in this fact is that yehuda is the one who represents Malchus kingship royalty government army and that includes the name of Hashem why because when the Jewish people remember when they remember Hashem that, that everything is from Hashem that when, when when they do what Hashem wants when they do the the of Hashem when they when they when they wage war according to the way Hashem wants them to way to wage war and when they and when they when they overcome their enemies and their and their uh, and they're successful but and Hashem's name is on their lips meaning that they recognize that Yehuda, but it contains Hashem. Yeah, it looks like our army was, was victorious. It looks like our army was powerful. But we recognize that within the Yehuda is the yud Vovke of Hashem. Then they don't need the Zion. They don't need the weapons. They don't need weapons. They need Hashem in the Yehuda. The king's name includes 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 Hashem's name. And the Rebbeinu also offers why is the letter Dalid added? Right? Yehuda is yud Vavke with the Dalid. Why doubt so he says it could be because Yehuda was the fourth child to be born, or he gives another idea that the Malchus of Yehuda is compared to the sun. The sun, which is which which light which enlightens the world brings illumination to the world which which allows the world to function and continue on and brings that light that we're, that we're waiting for with the light of Mashiach, which comes from Yehuda, Mashiach himself comes from Yehuda as well that was created on the fourth day of creation so that's that's the Dal to represent that all of this is connected uh, connected to Hashem so with these messages Rabbi Naftali's messages and the Yismach Yisrael's message. We we, we we see that what is it? What is it that that will bring us to Mashiach? Will bring us to Mashiach is this emuna. Even though times may look dark, but we have to remember that it's all that it's Hashem who's waging war, and that we're in Hashem's hands, and Hashem loves us, and Hashem is going to bring about that geula. And when Yaakov Inu was afraid that the darkness would be too overwhelming, the Jewish people screamed out, Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Hashem achad. We rely on Hashem, and we are our, our our leader. The, we're all the kings come from and where Mashiach himself will come from is Yehuda that contains Hashem's name. It's the, the, the idea is that we have to always remember everything comes back to Hashem. We may have powerful armies, we may have powerful leaders, but it's Hashem who's waging war. And we, we can't ever forget that. And it's Hashem who will illuminate the darkness. And the sun like Yehuda, Yehuda will shine like the sun, which is the Dalid, the fourth day of creation will shine as in the midst of all this darkness in one second you go you go from the darkness of night and the sun begins to ro- rise and everything is illuminated and that's why we say Shema as we mentioned both at night and by day to remind ourselves that whether it's night or whether it's day it's the same Shema Yishol HaShem Lekehenu HaShem and there's no Zion in the bruch of Yehuda because we don't it's it's not that it's not the weapons that win the war for us it's Hashem it's the Yud Kei Vav in Yehuda's in Yehuda's name. Rabbeinu Bechai also adds and I don't have time to really go into it but just I'll mention it, that another reason for the Zion being missing in Yehuda's bracha is if you if you count Jewish males. Uh, born, Yehuda was the seventh Jewish male to be born. You have Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. That's one, two, three. Reuven is number four. Shimon's number five. Levi is number six. Yehuda is number seven. Which means Yehuda represents Shabbos. Shabbos also contains this message because on Shabbos we don't cook, we don't, we don't, we don't go to work. We rely only on Hashem. Shabbos is our reminder that without Hashem we have nothing. That everything is Hashem, right? We don't do any kind of by by nature. If you go according to the rules of nature, there chateva. Shabbos makes no sense. What, what if you have something going on in your Office. Why are you not going into the office? Right Friday, you have a deal that got got wor- g- that went crazy, and you need to deal with it. Why does it have to wait till till Sunday? Derchatava means I should work on it on Shabbos. But the answer is we're recognizing that Hashem is contained within it. That's the lesson of Shabbos. That's the lesson of Yehuda. That's the lesson of the Nozayin. That's the lesson that the that the Shvatim screamed out in response. And if we hold on to that, even in the darkest times, we know that Hashem is with us, and Hashem is carrying us, and Hashem is taking care of us, and 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 we. We'll be able to, with that, see the coming of Mashiach very, very soon in our days. Out of the midst of this darkness, the sun will rise, the sun of Mashiach, the Son sh- of the revelation of Hashem. We should be like to see that very, very quickly. I wish you all a beautiful Shabbos.